0: Were here last week. No, I was not. Oh, that's why there were shitty puns in the podcast last week. Mm, right, you're right. right, you weren't here, you weren't here. It's a better podcast for it.
1: Don't worry. All the puns and Roomba fucking are back on this podcast. Baby. So yeah. he admits to it now. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> Please don't say us. I send not fucked my Roomba. Now he's denying it. Uh,
1: mm. Yeah, no. Hasn't happened. You guys need to leave my Roomba alone. All it does is clean.
0: What is the Ebony and Ivory version of you fucking your Roomba? I don't know. Humanity and roboticity? I don't fucking know. Uh, uh, Yeah, no, I don't know either on that one.
2: (laughs) That is is something that's already been rule 34, so...
0: Yeah, probably. Please do not send us pictures of Alex fucking his Roomba. There's nothing I can do to stop you from doing this, but please don't send that. If you can send Charlie all the fucked up Rule
1: 34, please fucking do. No, it would (laughs) nothing would make me happier. And to have I Charlie tell me he's your room going... Mind,
0: I assume that would make you happier, but...
1: He's going through every single <laughs> fucking email, and it's like, oh, more Rule 34 of Alex. I want that burned into his fucking retinas. Oh, uh, like it next isn't time, already
0: there, just sitting there in the back of my eyeballs, being like, you have an active imagination. You made these jokes. You've at least thought about it.
1: I want it physically manifested in a drawing for you. Or at least you.
0: digitally. Yes well physically digitally yes you get that. you want them sit you want them mailing me like framed artwork i have to hang up in the studio now <laughs> oh, yeah no. I, you need you need to f- frame it oh. I, it's oh. gotta be
1: you can either do cell drawing you can do whatever you want how many you of these are the cas-
0: how many of these are the costanza in your mind just that like weird pose
1: if anybody wants to send him a fucking coloring book of various pictures of this, I want this
2: forever burned in his mind.
1: Oh, Years from now.
2: This is why we don't have a P.O. box set up. <laughs> it's, Charlie, this, this explain is all why. this
0: erotica you have about Alex fucking his Roomba. I, I don't know, wife. I don't know. <laughs> Our fans are weird. Uh. So... Anyway, yeah.
1: And you know what? And if you don't get that many, I'll just fucking send you pictures of drawings myself. Disguised I don't think you're a very good artist, artist so I
0: think I'm safe on this one. Mm.
1: Well, you know what? There's always Fiverr, and I can always send all sorts of fucked up requests on
2: there.
1: <laughs> oh, no. $5 is a small price to pay
2: for causing uh, you pain from a thousand miles away, Charlie. We truly are in the worst timeline, aren't we? We really are timeline.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wicked awesome cast. Episode one ninety four. That's how we open it, baby. Apparently. Yeah. Well, let's 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 chat about who's here. So it is, of course, I, Alex, aka Maven Online. I'm back, and of course, uh, the man, the myth, legend, the rumor spreader, Charlie is here. I have spread no rumors. Yes. And and our resident. Uh, educational mind, and cool wrestler dude, Henry, a.k.a. Nomad Har, also Kraken
2: Zero. Yo. Yes, we're, we're, we're here. The crew's all here.
1: Yep, and it works out because we all do our podcasts from our homes, so this is a way to get together without causing any potential problems. <laughs> Rest
0: assured, at least this podcast will not be impacted by the spread of COVID-19. Of yep. that I promise you there are thousands of other things that can get in the way of this podcast like Alex's alarm not going off, Alex sleeping in. Most yep. have to do with Alex in all honesty. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. He is the linchpin that holds this podcast together. I do what I can. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry I need to cancel this podcast right now. I've now been alerted to the fact that there's a Canadian whiskey that's sold in a glass hockey skate and well up. Uh, I, I I thought my emergency supplies were all prepared and I was wrong.
2: Mm, sounds <laughs> sounds tasty.
0: It probably isn't, but I'll go for that gimmick. Mm. So what have you been up to, boys, in these uh, complicated times we now live in?
1: I mean, I guess I can
0: just go first. And
1: yeah, fuck it, go week. for it. Um, so last week I was actually not here specifically because I was on call uh, for the... Emergency Operations Center that we run here. I'm I, i, I I'm a county or I'm a government employee. So, yeah, it's, it's what I do. Never forget Alex works for the man. I do, in fact. So making sure that uh, I was available, I didn't want to get on the podcast and then potentially have a call come in and be like, okay, I've got to fucking go right now kind of situation because it's part of the on-call rules uh, thing. But luckily, this week I am not. But um, considering what's going on in the world right now with this whole COVID nineteen thing, uh, I will probably be a little bit more sporadic for the, for the weeks to come. Uh, at least maybe once a month or so, but we'll see. Um, yeah. So basically, my whole like between just trying to get home and play some games and work on the house some more. It's everything has been super crazy with getting everything set up because yeah, I'm in Oregon and we've had a few cases already and whatnot so yeah um, it's it's interesting like have you guys tried to go to the supermarket at all since oh, yeah, there oh. oh yeah oh okay.
2: yeah people are idiots people are fucking stupid they don't um, we don't apparently Americans don't know how to hoard they're hoarding perishables
0: they are hoarding some of the dumbest things possible I I, I can I attempt to sum up how fucking dumb the hoarding in our area is on a quick uh, story Henry Sure. I'd yeah. like to hear this. There yeah. is, I, I was in line behind someone who had nothing but ice cream in their cart. And by the <laughs> top... Oh, it gets worse. And the lines were long enough that by the time they had gotten to checkout, the ice cream had begun to leak.
2: Oh, no. Oh, you know what's really... Uh, I found kind of funny? All right, so... In our supermarkets, just like in many supermarkets, there are the normal lines... With the checkout people, and then there's the kind of lanes that self-checkout. Yeah. Mm. The self-checkout lanes are mostly empty. If you just want if like, if you're like me and you're not hoarding like an idiot, then it's real easy. I don't have to sit in line at all. I literally just walked up to a checkout kiosk and did it while everybody else I saw lines were just stretching on forever. It's like, yep. Yep. People are idiots not even hoarding the right stuff. It's like I have like dried beans like that. I can just you know, like black beans and stuff like in lentils that, you know, are that will keep and I can just, yep. you know, hydrate and cook them whenever they aren't. I oh, know gonna-
0: yeah, uh, people looked at me and Jen's cart of hoarding and went back and were like, oh, maybe they know something we don't like. What do you get it? rice couscous? Basically things that last forever that you can cook in numerous ways.
2: Yeah, pastas. Yeah, you know, there's lots of things that will actually keep for a long time. Yep. Not as apparently, at least one person did hoarding lettuce, like twelve heads of lettuce.
0: I just want to know what you do with that much lettuce. Like
2: you, do, you it rots in your cupboard. That's what because yeah. you're a moron. Uh,
1: They're just trying to get ahead in the situation,
2: mm, but with lettuce. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, if, if you're listening to us person that like was hoarding lettuce, AYB how <laughs> please write in.
2: I like the fact that you rolled right after right over the fact that was a uh pun. No he's skatekeeping, so, Or yeah, he's sandging. Sandbagging, sandbagging, he's sandbagging yes. right now. Sandbagging. So he yeah. can.
1: Yeah. now he, he he knows that there was a stutter for a moment. And he just continued on with the, with the sandbagging.
0: I've detected it. Now. That's the mark of a true master. Yep. <laughs> Don't even acknowledge it. Just roll right into your bullshit. <laughs> That's my technique.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, as far as my week stuff goes, um, I'm actually curious because I know the new Destiny season came out and you guys mentioned you want to talk about it. So I am
0: curious to see. Uh, d- d- the- Do you just want to talk uh, about that now, Henry?
2: Sure. Let's just... Let's just roll right um, into that. Ready for us to yeah. get to that, Alex? Let's, let's, um, let's I- load up the fire team and hit that raid. Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: last thing. I finally finished unpacking all the boxes. Congrats. Oh, finally good. done. You're yes. better than I am. Yeah, awesome. and the garage looks pretty nice now, so cool. next is to start doing the rest of the house. But in the meantime, <laughs> that's done. But yeah, go ahead,
0: guys. I want to hear all your dusty stuff. Oh... Uh-huh. Especially all I did this week worth talking about, so I guess I'm off. Um, I, as our resident uh Destiny expert, is that a fair assertion at this point?
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think you play it more than I do because oh, yeah, you actually are involved. Hard,
0: yeah, that's not even a hard claim, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's, um, I'm, a, I'm a filthy casual when it comes to Destiny 2, and I. <laughs> I'm probably still more hardcore than most.
0: I don't think I like this season at all yet. But also, it's the first week, and I probably would have said the exact same thing about the last season. But the grind to get the tokens to get the te- to get the bunkers up and running is legit bullshit.
2: Yeah. So for those not in, that haven't quite gotten around it, to it yet, there is a new set of public events. That, there's uh,
0: a there's, public event as of right
2: now. Um, it, no, there's a... I mean, it's a public event, but it's on a couple of planets already. Wait, I thought it was on only on Earth and, right now. No, there's well, there's one in another place. Oh, so I, I think should I'm,
0: try it somewhere else, thanks. I thought it was only on I Earth.
2: Think, I think there's one on Nessus, I believe, or that is it Io? Mix,
0: I don't know. I've I think, only done the one on Earth.
2: Oh, I think it's on Io. Yeah, I think it's on Io. Um, uh, but yeah, there's... Yeah, the... And it's a combination. It's kind of a combination of a public event because it also kind of combines with the way the uh, the forge. The, well, not the forge, but the uh, the 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 main thing last time. The
0: the the. i uh, uh, so. Let's back up and break this down to the, basics. The, yeah, the, it's,
2: uh, it's the the osiris yeah the sundial, the, the, on. Uh,
0: sundials yes yeah, the sundials or sun towers or obelisks that's the word i'm
2: looking obelisk for. yes all right
0: so uh to, to break this one down to its brass tacks uh this is season of the worthy it's all about rasputin uh, it's so in one of the cooler story setups destiny's had in a long time the cabal being sore losers who got their asses kicked again tried to go back in time lost uh, yeah. We are finally in so many ways tying off the threads of the Red War, which in theory should make a devote Destiny player like me very happy because mm-hmm. the fucking Almighty's just been out there in space being like, yo, there's this super weapon that no one talks about Nezin in two years. And yep. so the Cabal's idea, rather than, you know, trying to shoot that at Earth or whatever, I think we disabled that part of it. Their solution is, well. Drop it on the on the the city, which on paper is a pretty cool concept. Like so yeah. much so, when I talk to people about how you set up Destiny three, the answer is you drop the goddamn traveler on the city. Like it's yeah, it's cool that the uh, Destiny community that the that Bungie's aware of some of the ideas that are like yeah, this is how you wipe out. Like this is some things you could do that would seem real and. In kind of its first big moment since the uh, DLC Warmind back in year one of Destiny, Rasputin's doing the things. He's uh, prepping his weapons. He's alive. He's doing shit. He's talking to you. And this time around, that manifests as he is this season's vendor. He has some things he needs. He's, he's got some bounties he needs you to go do, kind of thing. And yeah. Doing so gets you bits, which you then give to upgrade the bunker. As of right now, only one bunker is active. It's the one on the EDZ. And yep. it's weird because, like, so there's a mission daily to clear out the bunker. And I think that's one of the best moments of the season so far. It's like, it's a like five minute loop. It's a really good little mission. It's got some challenge, but it feels cool, I guess. Ask me in three weeks what I think of that. And that may be shifted, but who the fuck knows? Uh, but. So where Henry was going with this is sub. So as of right now, you are feeding bits into an obelisk. Which
2: so there's yet another set of currency. Which yeah. we had one last time. That was you know kind fractaline. of similar. But
0: there's fractaline. two currencies this time, actually.
2: Yeah. Please. Hmm. please. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Now you have war mine bits, and then you have. You have three the other
0: actually, because you have ones you have to get from doing stuff like Gambit and Crucible. Like you can't yeah. get them from doing the public event.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, there's multiple types. Uh, too many types. That's that's the first thing. Bits, first... bits,
0: bits, 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 bits.
2: Yeah, there's too many different types of currencies. You have to do all sorts of different stuff to grind them. The one thing I will say about some of the bounties, though, I like the fact that they have two options for doing them. Like, they're usually one PvE and one PvP option. Yeah. It'll be like do this thing in Crucible, or do this thing in PvE somewhere, like Uh, kill a bunch of cabal. I'm a fan of of the fact
0: that Gambit is the fastest way to grind almost every Rasputin bounty.
2: Yeah, Gambit's, I've mentioned it before, I find Gambit more engaging than Crucible, so. Yeah,
0: uh, well, so part of the issue is a bunch of the, uh, bounties are like, use this specific weapon against Guardians, or kill X number of enemies of this enemy type, and gambit will cycle you through all that stuff so the loop i have found is go load up on all your asputin bounties go load up on gambit bounties play an hour or two of gambit then i like repeat the cert b- the cycle in Ossium kind of thing and you'll get yep. through them pretty goddamn quick
2: yep but uh, yeah i not finding i mean the gambit grind is way better because there again i enjoy gambit yeah but but just the grind for this in general is not well, cool, and it's got to be the honest. problem
0: of like I think once I it's so you have to get your you have to get your obelisk to level the obelisk sorry your war mine bunker to level three before you can start doing the weapon bounties and that's yeah. I think where the game will take off for me like it's it's mostly the getting to that point that's been a little bit shitty because it takes a surprising amount of time. Oh, I mean, that's bits. the other
2: thing. Apparently, the weapon bounties, the weapons are kind of underwhelming. Who They're fucking not-
0: cares? They'll just give you bits for grinding them, though. Like, it's its more yeah. you'll have more shit to do at once. It's all I care about kind of thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being able to knock out multiple things at the same time. I do the same. Like, I'll, like, yeah. But yeah, it's... um I, I think it's in a certain sense kind of cool that it's a that the high that the public events for this are higher level.
0: Oh, I love the public event.
2: The public events cool but, as shit. Because it because it takes like you need to be like 980 minimal to yeah. do a public event. Um, but I'm not You there, can do it so. way lower, it's just a lot harder. Oh, I just had to use my rocket launcher on literally everything. Yeah. To to uh, yeah, so uh, the way more of a pain. Oh yeah, definitely. But uh, but also, uh, but the other thing is, I tried out one, but I couldn't do it. The high-level loss sector. Yeah, I got
0: fucking wrecked in that. I tried it three they times. Are I'm like, well,
2: they are hard. They require a thousand, level a thousand, and yep. I think you need to have a level a thousand and a fire team for those things. I, the,
0: I got the impression you can do them if you're just a thousand, uh, so you've never experienced the, oh yeah, no, your fucking light level really goddamn matters in this game, because it's been a little while since it actually really did. Like, th- there there was a magical moment in Destiny One where it was when Fox uh, Forsaken King came out, and uh, Taken King. Sorry, not Forsaken King. That's the new thing. And mm-hmm. suddenly you were under leveled for everything again, and you just went, "Oh fuck!" Mm-hmm. Right. I've been playing a lot of this game, and this game used to be real fucking hard at low level. Hmm. And that's what that lost sector is, where it's like no, 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 shit will wreck you in here, but
2: no, shit will wreck you. Oh wow, like the mundanes in it will wreck you, will yeah. can possibly wreck you pretty hard. Yeah, not even talking about the yellows, like they'll just. I got wrecked you. by a
0: dragon, just was like, oh shit.
2: Yeah, seriously, I'm not supposed tried, to be here. Yeah, I tried. It out. I'm not even level 960 yet, and oh, I was like, oh, this was a mistake. This is actually hard. I had to, I had to like bail out of it. Yeah, it was, I was just getting. I couldn't even do damage on the yellow. That's how bad it was. So I was like, "Yeah, I'll I'll wait on that one, I guess." But I think that's the on the good side. There's heights. There's high level stuff. So there's well, no man. longer a. It's no longer just raids once you reach high level. There's and, there's other stuff to do now, so that's yeah, fine. And,
0: and like I said, we're only at week one, so I'm willing to give this, week, this thing a couple weeks before it kind of kicks off. Like, if I'm still rolling my eyes at it come week three, yeah, there's a problem going on. But I've also had a lot of chance to play Destiny this week because of my crazy work schedule. So it's... Like, yeah. I... Once two bunkers are open or once all three bunkers are open, I suspect i will get some story stuff going on, but I, I don't know. Like it's weird cuz the bunkers themselves are cool. Yeah. I like them. They're it's fun. kind of
2: Yeah, it's kind of a cool like you said the the sort of mini mission to just clear them out yeah. is is fine. Um but I I don't like the public events themselves, to be honest. Oh,
0: I love the public event. I, I I've only done the EDC, but I don't know you could do the other ones. I'll have to go find them. I but I also love um, Forge and wish there was more Forge activities. They could really use a "Here's how the fuck you do this" when you first join it. But that's a separate topic.
2: I all right. So the one thing I don't like about the public events is, all right. So I actually prefer the escalation levels things on Mars sure. because they escalate. That is, they start the first couple of levels. You could at a lower level or sure. do it with only two or three people and then later on to do actually keep doing more levels of it I mean it, and the rewards go up as you get yeah. higher levels in it then you do need a better fire team for it and like proper amount of people and you know good choosing your weapons carefully um whereas for for the for this seasons for these uh pub bunker events, they just start off stupid hard. And so it's just and it doesn't level off and there's no kind of stopping point where it's just like, I guess there is. I mean, at any point they can just drop off and, you know, when the timer runs out or whatever, and then it'll just give you whatever, you know, terrible award you get for not finishing it. But that's the thing. It's like, yeah, the escalation, I feel like was done really well in that you could. You'll finish out two levels and you still get some pretty good gear and some pretty good rewards. Even if you weren't able to get it into the very highest levels of the escalation. Whereas with the bunker events, it's just like all or nothing. If you don't pull it off, you just get crap. You get nothing. You get like two War mine bits, which that's like worthless. It's not even worth your time to have yeah. done. So that's that's what I really don't like about it. It's all or nothing, and if you get the nothing, you get nothing. You get n- like a couple warm mind bits and some glimmer for all the time you put into it. Yeah, so. it's
0: the balance is a little bit off. I, it's I guess that's where I'm divorcing it some like the actual activity I I think is cool. The reward structure for it is bullshit. And I think it will yeah. balance out some too as people get higher and higher levels. It'll be more balanced, but yeah, as of right now where I'm only like 970 something it's like this is a bit of a problem
2: yeah so yeah it's just yeah it's just yeah it's just not well balanced yeah the reward system is not good like if you just fail it's just like you fail hard and you get nothing for it
0: Well, it takes a long time too. like it's very possible to get like five minutes into that and still fail where it's like damn that was just a waste yeah. of time
2: Oh, yeah. gotten. I've gotten a couple of times where I've been with a group of people, and we've gotten up to, like, like 90-something, and then it f- just barely ticks out of time before we get yep. the last stupid ball thrown at it, which, yep. that's another thing that pisses me off. It's The fact is, if you get hit, and, like, if somebody just smacks you while you're trying to throw this stupid thing, and you miss... It's wasted because it just blows up on the side of the thing. Or worse, you're paired with a bunch
0: of blueberries that keep throwing the balls at enemies thinking that's what they're supposed to do.
2: Yeah, but I mean, mean, at least with the forges, if you throw and miss, it just kind of lands somewhere and somebody can pick it up and throw it again. So it's not wasted effort. But with these, it's just like, if you miss, oops, that's gone. You're not going to be able to use it. So you might be screwed. So, yep, that's a, that's a thing. So, yeah, that's the other. It, there's just so many little things about the, about it that, that I really don't like. And that's, there's just, like I said, that made it way less fun. It's like, yeah, I, a couple of times I just got hit and I just missed the thing. I was like, Welp, that's a wasted throw. No, We can't get that back.
0: It's definitely got some problems, I think, about that. Uh, the biggest of the problems, the one that I am just cackling like a, like a madman over because, well, I fucking called it. I've been calling it for weeks. My entire clan has not shut the fuck up about how much of a problem this is going to be
2: is <laughs> Trials. Oh, yeah. I haven't even fucking touched that. I'm not probably not going to. You either. shouldn't. Trials kind of sucks. Oh, yeah. Does it?
0: Oh. Uh, so uh, Trials of Osiris, or as it should be nicknamed right now, Trials of the Hardlight. <laughs> uh it's it's a little bit fucked in there. And like and, and here's the issue. I'm not saying it's fucked because like I think it should be easy or something. Like I am garbage at trials. Always have been, always will be. I'm never going flawless, but uh, how, how do I put this delicately? Uh people's minds are fucking dumb and they remember things wrong all the goddamn time. And trials is one of those things. Um so a lot of Trials fanboyishness comes from Destiny 1, where it for a lot of people was this like weekly ritual thing of like, oh shit, it's Friday time for Trials. And uh, for a certain, like, Trials is for a specific group of people that fucking love PvP the way I love Gambit, where it's like, mm. I- if you could just level raid competitively in that game playing Gambit, I would. And yeah. those are the same people that want Trials back. And. I totally get those people. Like you love for whatever fucking reason the PvP modes of Destiny Two. Cool. Yeah. Whatever. Not my jam, but I, I understand you people exist. I'm gonna stop calling you people, but I uh, someday, but not now, kind of thing. Like it's it's not my community. And it's not the greater community of Destiny as a whole. The, Same. Yeah. the, the issue mm. is that Trials sets itself up as an activity for everyone. And as a result, you have people that think they're good at PVP wandering in there and getting their skulls caved in. Like trials is the land of people that have like the toppest of top tier God rolls on every fucking weapon can like no scope snipe you. Basically Uh, it's, it's the land of PVP monsters or PVP monsters that are carrying people. And as a result, like it, and, and, like, that'd be one thing all into itself. Like, I'm not saying there shouldn't be hard PvP game modes, but it's the it was the idea that, like, with Destiny's pvp in kind of a weird situation for years now, like, since year one, since the new weapon changes happened, which I think was a good choice, but kind of fucked mm. PvP pretty hardcore, that game's been in a weird spot when it comes to PvP balance. Always has been, always will be because of roles and supers and all that jazz. Like, we can fight about the heavy ammo situation in Gambit we go blue in the face, but it doesn't change the fact that PvP has the ongoing problem of, yeah, there are some guns in this mode that are too good.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm saying this as a purely, like, middle-of-the-pack, I mean, middle-of-the-pack player in Crucible. It's like, I almost never get the top, I'm usually right in the middle, like right in the yeah. middle of like the, of, you know, when they rank you or whatever. And yeah, I know I know for a fact that Trials is no place for me. I'm just going to get wrecked. So, yeah, I'm in a person who doesn't grind for the best gear either. I just grind until I you know, I just kind of get some gear that I think looks cool. And then I roll with it.
0: Yep. No, and, and that's admittedly in some ways the way it should be. So then. So let's take this a step back and analyze the trials problem at its base level. You have a game mode that from the outside looks like it's for everyone. Everyone tries it because, hey, it's a new thing in Destiny. And it's just not like it's kind of like Gambit Prime. Everyone should try Gambit Prime. Everyone should play Gambit a little bit kind of thing, in my opinion. But if you don't like Gambit, you're not going to like Prime and stay the fuck off my message boards being like, (gasps) Prime is bad. Well, do you like Gambit? No. Then you're not gonna fucking like Prime. Of course you don't like the mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same rules for trials at that point. Like, I'm not doing trials intentionally because I know I don't like PVP that much. Same. I'm even good at PVP, and I'm still like, no. Hell, my clan last night was like, "Hey, you want to do trials?" And I'm like, "I will do anything but trials." Literally, <laughs> I'm not going to do trials right now. I'm trying to relax. I got some beer in me. I am not doing trials.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it just, yeah, that, especially, just that game mode has, does not even remotely interest me at all. Well, zero, zero. I think a lot of people are kind of similar.
0: Well, so, Anne, I've got a long way now to get to the crux of the issue, and, like, all that I've said right now kind of fails in comparison to what I'm about to say on this topic, which is so what? Like, don't like Trials, fuck it, whatever. It's the fact the loot situation in Trials right now is fucked. Yeah. Like, it mm. it doesn't really reward you for going flawless. You only get the armor. Like, it's every three blips on the uh, pass get you there, and on one hand, that's how it should be, because it means people like me are now more likely to play that mode, because I can fucking get some of the Trials gear. Like I can yes. finally get that cool ass Egyptian eye assault rifle or something, and not have to go flawless. But at the same time, there's no reason to go flawless anymore because you can get the armor, which is still random rolls, and not necessarily better than the armor you already have you've been grinding for. That's the catch of Trials as it currently stands. And, like, on top of that, I'm not sure if we talked about it here, but, like, the Revoker meta is a big problem. The hard light meta is a huge fucking problem. The like uh, the recluse meta is back, kind of thing. Like all mm. the, the, it's almost like a. It is a petri dish where you get to see. Here are all the exceedingly problematic PvP guns, and yep. here's why they're problematic. And we're all using them because we want to go fucking flawless. Mm-hmm. No more complicated than that. And again, oh, it should be balanced. It should be whatever. Yeah. Don't disagree with you, but also if you go into trials, you'd better be prepared to pull out every fucking cheap ass move you got to win, because that's what that game mode is.
2: Yep. Bring yeah. your bullshit. Uh, yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like when you get up to a certain level, like of play and anything, it starts to come down to details, like yeah. just minor details that separate players. And like, Destiny
0: yes. has some bizarre details when it comes to PvP.
2: Yeah. Like, you know, combinations of, you know, your equipment essentially is what it like you're saying like, you know, what your roles were and you know, just yeah, just certain things combined with other certain things. It's just like yeah, certain, you know, abilities or, you know, gun aspects or armor abilities or whatever, everything combining together. Yeah, for a meta, that's just like, yeah, uh, it's just kind of ridiculous. So, yep, yeah, I am never playing Trials. That's I'm, never happened. Everyone happening. should
0: try Trials. Like, it's a... San 14 oh, I, is a hell of an announcer. Like, admittedly, maybe don't try Trials on PC, because that's got some other hacking problems going on right now. Aimbots galore, bitches.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I imagined that was going to happen for it. Well, and but.
0: it's it's made even worse by the sniper rifle. Revoker has the thing called Mulligan on it. So if you miss, you get a shot back. That plus the right map plus the right um, aimbot—it's real bullshit.
2: Yeah. So yep, I yeah, I it didn't take anything to convince me that it's not the not the game for me, or not the game mode for yep. me. Yep.
0: So that that's kind of season of the worthy so far. Um. I don't think I'll bother getting... I, I might by accident. Like Last season, I was fucking in to Destiny because it was the season of Saint-14 and the emblem was Savior, and I thought that was kind of cool. I don't know if I'll go this hard this season. But at the same time, like, there's no pinnacle weapons this season, which feels real weird. We-
2: yeah, that is very weird. Or the
0: rituals. There is one. It's an iron banner, so that'll be fun when that happens. Mm. It's a bow.
2: Oh yeah, the Iron Banner thing is back. That came back at, near the end of last season.
0: Well, yeah, it comes back every three, four weeks.
2: Mm, yeah, it's
0: supposed to be like once a month or something like that. Yeah, it's but we yeah. there's a pinnacle weapon, or a ritual weapon. I keep calling them pinnacles that can be achieved through that. That's a bow. It's the mm. only uh, ritual weapon this season. It's a bow, so people are kind of like,
2: eh. yep. Bows are cool. Well, but the only other ritual not bow always super useful. Well, though. the other issue too is the only other
0: ritual bow we've gotten so far was Hush, from Gambit, and it kind of sucks. Yeah, like as I much as it pains yeah. me to say, a Gambit weapon is bad. That gun is not great, or that bow is yeah. not great.
2: Yeah, I I'm still just using the like the it seems to be the more the one of the more popular legendary bows. I think it's called. It's the uh, it's a it's a it's an energy weapon. Probably arsenic
0: um, bike or something, arsenic bike. Yeah, bite? yeah. Uh,
2: I, that is one of them. Oh yeah, I have two of them. And Another one called uh, I don't remember the name of it right now. I'd have to look it up. But anyways, yeah. I mean, there's but there. I don't. I hardly use them to be honest. Yeah. Because they're fun. And I like the feeling of. They're letting...
0: fun does not beef their functionality.
2: Yeah, I mean, I like the fact that it's. I find it easier to let go of the button to hit to snipe as opposed to clicking you know to to snipe but yeah it's yeah i i think they have limited usefulness especially now that we don't have the uh, ornament the not ornament but the seasonal thing to give them kind of more powerful yeah, more powerful abilities that we can hook on them but yeah that's uh yeah now it's all about the uh mini uh miniguns yeah the uh yeah, so but yeah. The new ornaments are really good for those. But yep. That's that's Destiny two.
0: That's Destiny two right now. Uh Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing come out in five days after this podcast goes up. Four depending on how you count. So prepare for that next week.
2: Yep. Anything
0: else, Henry? Ready to move on to news?
2: Um, yeah, I'll talk a little bit about what I've done. So All right, so I've been continuing to watch Inspector, and that is in and then Spectre, like it's S-P-E-C-T-R-E, like as in like Ghost. And it's still cool, but it's it's really playing around with the sort of detective trope, sort of detective procedural thing. And I like that. I like detective shows. I always like detective shows. I watch a lot of them, like like, live action, anime, whatever. I've, I've always been a big fan. So, and it's, it's cool. I like the elements of it. And it's like, it's a mixture of, I like it when a show gives you hints that you could have figured out on your own if you're paying attention. Yeah. Where it doesn't just reveal bullshit, you know, oh, this is just literally something we never showed you or told you about. And that's the big secret. No, it's like, oh, there's elements that you could have, like, you know, you could have figured out, oh, that seems suspicious. So that's cool. I like that. I like it when a show lets you think about the mystery instead of just telling you here's the mystery and this is then you had no chance of solving it on your own. But yeah, I'm enjoying that. I, as far as other games I've been playing, so I got, I've been continuing getting free stuff from the Epic store. And which is just, yeah, I yeah, just they've released some truly great games on the uh, for free on the epic store. What a great idea. Hmm. I played a short hike, which is a really pleasant little sort of exploring there's no it's there's no action in it per se, or no a, a battle, I should say it It's kind of like you just take the sort of gathering and running around part of Animal Crossing, and that's the whole game and essentially you're just this you play kind of a young bird whose whose parent is a ranger and so you you're at a park basically a uh so it's a nature park and it's a pretty big island with a lot of and a few little smaller island islands near it and you just basically kind of collect a thon a bit there's a lot of things to collect and just kind of pick up little secrets to find and uh, it has a mechanic where you need to collect feathers to be able to climb and fly fly higher and to climb uh, lot for longer mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. just kind of fun it's really pleasant has nice music. It uses a music thing that I've seen rare, so rarely done so last time all right so there's a skies of Arcadia uses a thing where as you as you go from area to area in skies of arcadia the music wouldn't just change from one theme to another there's an overarching world theme but as you go from one area to another it throws in different instruments so it gives it a different feel but it's still the same theme well the same thing happens in this game a short hike so as you go from area to area in the in this nature park in this you know public park the theme the overall theme stays the same but the instruments playing it change very gradually and that's super cool that's a really nice touch rarely done and when it's done it's just such a cool effect so it just everything feels like it goes together there's a u- sense of unity is it is one big area but with the with the kind of instruments coming in and out and giving it a bit different feel it's like you you feel like you are in a different area of the park with its own sort of vibe to it and that's super cool but yeah it's a great little collectathon i mean if you just power through it you probably would be able to finish it pretty quickly like find all the secrets but it's fun to just wander around because your character is a bird, and you can just kind of fly and glide around the park and just kind of have fun with it and experience with it, talk with all the different characters. There's a lot of characters to talk to around, and some mini-games even. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's for free on the Epic Store. Probably will be continue to be so for at least a little, little while longer. And I highly recommend playing it if you just like sort of a break from hardcore trials of Osiris <laughs> go play some a short a short hike and yeah that's it's just a great game it really is I they, it's definitely like a good wind down you can just hop into it and, sc- and just mess around with it you know float around fly around swim I mean it's it is a game where you can swim too so yeah and you can fish you can fish as well there's a there's a fishing thing to it yeah it kind of it kind of has it all. It's just a very relaxing it reminds me of camping, and I do like camping and so it's a uh yeah, it allows you to and there again, like it's like feeling like being outdoors at least a bit of the feeling of that when you aren't really going out as much when you are doing the self isolation thing so yeah yeah, and it and the graphics are nice there are they are pixelated, so it has that sort of bit quality. I'm fine with it in this case. There again, I've talked about, you know, it takes way more than that to give me some sort of sense of liking a game.
0: Good pixel art versus bad pixel art.
2: Yeah. Mm. And this is, it's just, it uses a pixel filter. So it's not so much pixel art as just uses a pretty good pixel filter. But yeah, it's, yeah, I like it. And you can actually like play with the settings and not have it as much of a pixel filter. So that is, there is an option to do that as well. But yeah, simple designs. Like I said, it kinda reminds me of Animal Crossing in a sense, if you just take out the building part and just the collectathon aspect of it and just the exploring a nice little area. So yeah. But uh yeah, that was that's pretty much what I got to other than Destiny 2. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. So I guess it's uh it's a news time.
1: News time
0: Yes. <laughs> Alright, let's start off with... Uh, there's the biggest news this week, which we'll get to later on our um, uh, COVID-19 corner, as we've so dubbed it, I guess. Maybe not humorously dubbed it, but we, we are yeah. kind of sequestering, as you should be too now if you live in an afflicted area, all of our corona slash COVID-19 news to one part of this podcast, we kind of can lump all of it together and not sound like raving lunatics. Yeah. We're going to start off with maybe the most surprising and or other biggest news of the week, which is um, Reggie fils Uh, My body is ready. Uh, Reggie, for those of you who may or may not know his full name, has joined GameStop. But why do?
2: Yeah. It's... Obviously, they're just desperate at this point. They're like, bring in anybody that seems remotely smart about the game industry. And granted, Reggie is a person who does a yeah. lot about it. But why? Uh, you know what? Maybe he's bored. I mean,
1: he had all the fun he did with Nintendo. And they're like, dude, yeah. you're famous and you're likable. Here's a fuck ton of money to just be like a figurehead. And then he looked at the camera and he said, Gentlemen. My body is ready. Yep. And now he t- he's taking on the mantle of GameStop.
0: Well, Reggie fils is to officially join GameStop's board of directors on April twentieth. Four twenty. Yeah, it's gonna someone's gonna make that connection. Um, on four twenty. He, yeah. He's joining <laughs> uh, former Walmart CEO Bill Simon and Petsmart president and CEO J.K. Sp- nope, that's too many Y's in one name for me to pronounce it correctly. Uh, smanky Smacky. Uh, on that date, I guess they're the rest of the board. Uh, it's...
2: Yeah. 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 They're, 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 they are reaching. They are, the yeah. GameStop is like, we're in free fall. Games are stopping. They're, they're stopping.
0: Did I tell you about the incredibly sad GameStop, uh, Reddit thread I found myself in?
2: Mm, no,
0: I don't think you did. Okay, so I... Ow. I can only assume this was an employee of some kind of GameStop that is, like, terrified of losing their job or something. They started a thread that basically was, like, why would people rather buy video games, either digitally or from, like, an Amazon or something, as opposed to GameStop? And Mm -hmm. that was whatever. It was the, like, responses you got of just this, like, person desperately trying to convince you that GameStop was in any way better than going to even like a Target or something to buy a video game, and
2: maybe, maybe that was one of Reggie's alts. Maybe Just. I and I got straight of <laughs>
0: mean in this thing. Like I, I post something where it's like you respond to someone that's like, "Oh, but Walmart employees don't know a thing about video games, way GameStop employees." And I respond to that with, "Yeah, but fucking Walmart employees don't have uh, fucking quotas; they have to meet, so they're not pushing jack shit." Yep. And the response is like, but what about knowledge? And I'm like, there's not a fucking knowledgeable thing about a GameStop employee in my book.
2: Oh, no. No more than any other employee yeah. of any other chain. Just like, sure, some of them are probably gamers and will know a bit. But they aren't going to know about everything. Yeah. Because nobody does. But now, they aren't. Uh, yeah. It's, they're GameStop just hourly will, employees. If, if, well, GameStop
0: will forever be the place in my mind that I got to watch a... Kid, try and trick his grandmother that did not speak that much English into buying Grand Theft Auto 5 for him and mm. got to watch that whole plan fall apart. Where I kind of walked over, flipped the game over, and was like, This is in the game. And the GameStop employee was like, Yeah, it's rated M's. So you have to sign off on it. And the grandmother proceeded to kick this kid's ass in the store. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, This is great.
2: Hey, you know what? That's being responsible. Yeah. Thank you. Is all oh, I've just I personally known people that have been like, should I buy this for my kid? I'm like, look at the back. It has a rating system on it that's well explained and everything. Oh no, so this was when
0: Grand Theft Auto just had the chick in the bikini like leaning over something on the back, and I'm like, this oh, yeah. is in the game as a loading screen. Woman speaks almost no English. Looks at it. Looks at the kid who's like maybe ten. <laughs> and just starts yelling at the kid in Spanish. And I'm like, I've done
2: my job. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's the responsible thing, too. Yeah, I mean, and it was the rating, w- the rating system exists for a reason. It really does. Yep. But also, games are pretty good about this is actually in the game. It's <gasps> like you flip the thing over and you can just see, okay, that's actually in the game.
0: Well, so, and. Then the GameStop employee tried to give me shit for getting in the way of the sale. And I'm like, dude, you should not have sold that game to that kid.
2: Yeah. Do you literally have no morals or ethics whatsoever? Well, the grandmother's going to
0: sign off on it. I'm like, the grandmother doesn't speak fucking English and can't read the ESRB warning on the back. Yeah. 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 I mean
1: I I I feel like this is one of those things where they ask people, Tell us about your wonderful GameStop experience. And people just proceed proceed to literally shit on them. Yeah. Like I don't know what they were expecting. And if we're gonna do that, I'll share my wonderful GameStop experience.
0: Mm. (laughs) You were that kid that got your ass kicked by a grandmother in GameStop? Yeah. (laughs) Some asshole walked over (laughs) when I was trying to buy GTA (laughs) five. And
1: I got my ass beat in a GameStop. (laughs)
0: Probably deserved uh, it.
1: (laughs) So when I was young, they were opening up a new GameStop near my house back home. And so I wanted to apply and it said, if you want to apply, go to this one and to apply. So we go there and I try to apply and they're like, oh yeah, no, sorry. We're not hiring for that one yet or we're not taking applications for it. But <clears> it's supposed to open in like less than a week yeah, or mm-hmm. some shit. And then sure enough, that same guy I asked was working at the new one. Fuck that guy. That's why they got robbed like three times in a month and they had to close down. <laughs> womp womp.
0: <laughs> I shouldn't I be know. laughing at someone robbing a store, but they of someone robbing a GameStop. It yeah. amuses me to no end. So I'd like to point
1: out the, the reason they shut down is because they got robbed three times in one month.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah. So I'm sorry for people who were innocent to that, but fuck that guy. Mm. He was such a condescending prick about us trying to apply there, and so I was. I'm glad I didn't. But fuck that dude. Yeah. Mm. I hope he peed himself being afraid. Of being oh no. I assume we um, all at
0: one point applied for jobs at GameStop as like teenagers or something along those lines. Like, yeah, when you're a teenager, you don't know better. And like, also back when we were all teenagers, GameStop sucked less.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I feel like uh, oh, they're definitely. I remember, has been a yeah, I remember EB Games.
2: Yeah. EB Games. Yes. I remember Babbage's.
0: Oh, fuck your ancient ass knowing what a Babbage's is. Yeah. I also know what a Babbage's is too, but that's like a really regional thing at that point.
2: Yep. Well, EB Games were Babbage's back in Isn't the day. Isn't Babbage's
0: wasn't? what they're called in like the UK or something?
2: No, it is in the US. Oh. But yeah, EB Electronic Boutique is that—that's what that stands for. But yeah. I remember, yeah, yeah back in back in the days when other game stores existed,
1: yeah,
0: not to mention the fucking rip off policy of all their shit that they had,
2: yeah, oh hell, yeah, I
0: oh, know yeah, that was the resounding thing from this reddit thread was like this guy trying to push like the used games make things cheaper, and everyone piling on the you mean the system that like undercut devs from getting the money they were deserved for you know making the fucking games and then you would game start trying to play it off where it's like no we're not the bad guys
2: well it's like the fact that they would like market buy it from you for nothing and then mark it up 200 times also bad it's like you'd sell them a game for like 2 bucks they're like well i guess we'll take this for 2 bucks and then they flip it around and sell it for 40 so it's yeah, like it's, it's fuck the, you well,
0: it's also the incredibly weird thing we like get with get me uh, get with me in the way back machine of uh 2009 where they suddenly started putting in like activation codes to shit like Mass Effect which at the time I'm like this was bullshit but as an adult I'm like no I get why those were in there now fuck what uh, GameStop was up to Yep. (laughs) and fuck everyone who's like I'm gonna save four dollars by buying a used copy of this new game it's like no you deserve to have to buy that activation pass fuck you too
2: Well, either that or, you know what, buy it off eBay and cut out the middleman, literally making a 200 percent markup or like a 2000. I should say 2000 percent markup on that shit is that's what they're doing. They're just ripping you the fuck off. Yeah, I remember the first time I had even thought about I never I don't think I've ever. Oh, no, I have bought a used game before from like not a GameStop from like a local shop. Where they were actually selling them for about what I would get them on eBay anyway, so I was like, oh, I'll just you know, I can buy here and that's fine. Because they aren't they aren't ripping me off like GameStop would. But uh yeah. I mean that's the thing, it's like
0: yeah. Oh no, as someone who got lucky enough to spend most of my college years near a legit independent like small game store and also grew up yeah. near one, I miss those places. Those places are great. Oh, yeah. I wish the ones in LA didn't make me want to burn them to the ground as much as I do, but
2: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep, yep. There's not very good ones here. Not We've got really. the
0: like giant warehouse one, like what's it called, like Dave's Game Warehouse or something. Uh, it's
2: yeah, and that one is yeah. They just keep stuff in mass so they the, actually the, can the collection throw it at is you great. For, the like, employees, oh, oh, the employees are crap. They don't want to be there. Um, but yeah, their selection is good, and also the games they aren't going to be too much more expensive than you would be able yeah. to get on eBay. So I mean, you know, it's not it's not the two hundred two thousand percent markup that you. Often expect. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Game Haven and Burbank is cool though. I like them. Or Game Realms, whatever the fuck they're called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Game Realms. We did some event we did an event with them once, I think, way back when. Mm. Yeah. Well that spiraled dramatically out of the <laughs> control for our Reggie Feastmade Join Scape stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh up uh, up next, kind of in our executive news, I guess. Uh Alex, who the fuck is Michael Chu
1: uh, so Mike Chu is a long-standing Blizzard employee who's worked on several games, such as uh, World of Warcraft, and most recently, one of the big writers for
0: uh, Overwatch. Yep. How big a deal is the fact that he is departing Blizzard?
1: He's one of the the old banners, folks, if you will. Like, he's been around for, i yeah. say, at least almost two decades in Blizzard. Like he's been involved quite a bit for a lot of that, so to have him leave is kind of it's it's interesting only because like with all the, with the mass exodus of like the old guard, if you will, of uh of Blizzard employees, it's I mean it's telling. I gotta sure, say, yeah. like I if it was any other person, maybe that was there recently, I get it. But Blizzard's known for, I mean. The old guard is normally known for retention and staying the there for a long time. The guy's been there for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. So, to have him just be like, ah, i out, is interesting. And I don't even think he's staying on as a consultant role. I think he's gone. Like, yeah, he's leaving, it seems leaving. like
2: he's, he's gone. Yeah. yeah. So. And uh, he's not. I don't think he's retiring either. I think it's just no, like, he's, he's just going to do something else.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, actually, early on when they, uh, they talked, when they did some Overwatch stuff, he was the guy in the YouTube video who talked about a little bit of a bio for each character. Yeah. Mm. Um, so he's, he's a pretty iconic name when it comes to the, the people at Blizzard. So yeah, him being gone is another, it's another nail in the coffin for all the old guard that are leaving.
2: Yep. It's just going to be Activision. Just Activision.
0: Yeah. I mean, Activision, Activision yeah mm-hmm. it's either the folks <laughs> who were true to kind of
1: the i feel like it's been fr- like internally this is all speculative now at this point but there are two like factions if you will of blizzard employees you have people who are true to the old guard and you know are huge fans of michael morheim and or did i say his name right
2: yeah i think so yeah
1: um you know and What's his name? I can't remember off the top of my head. Kaplan? Uh, Kaplan's still still Old Guard. Yeah, for sure. Chris Metzen is who I was referring to. Okay. Chris Metzen is also a long-time person, like, or, you know, he's the voice of Thrall. I mean, so, yeah, so with him, like, there's that faction. And then there's the faction of people who are, like, I feel Activision bootlickers is probably the best way to describe it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Jay Allen Brack is definitely oh, yeah, a prime he's, time bootlicker personally. Oh yeah, he's ahead
2: of that. He is despicable,
1: yeah. like he's he's the one who's kind of joined into the whole, yeah, you know, Activision, let's do things your way, yep. so, but again, all speculative, I'm just saying, I don't know where I stand with Ian Kazanokas. Uh, what's his name? Ian Kazanokas, I believe it is. I'm sorry to Ian if I'm butchering his name if he's listening
0: to it. We've uh, butchered so many names, it's kind of expected at this point. Yeah, but yeah. I want not <laughs> feel bad. It's, no, I, yes, yeah. I apologize every time, but <laughs> Yeah. So,
1: um I don't know where cuz he's he has his moments, but like it's he's also the guy in charge of like the game, but he's like a lawyer background, which is not really some like I don't know, it's weird. It's like I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but like or being judgy about it, but if you hire a guy who's going to be doing the main game, like kind of directing the the way of a game's going to roll out. Sure. You'd want someone who's more game-esque, but I guess the dude has a background in being a lawyer or some shit.
0: Like, it's just odd.
1: So I don't know. But anyway, I don't know where we are. I don't know where I am with him. He's done some good stuff recently, which I'm happy about, but it's also just fucking wonky. So, but anyway... Yeah, so I don't, It's weird. It's just more and more of the the like I said the old guard, the classic iconic names of Blizzard are are moving on, and they don't seem to really like. They're not quitting. They're just moving on. Yeah. So, but yeah, Michael Chu, uh, you will you will be missed, sir. Thank you for all the writing you've done over the years for Blizzard's uh, IPs and all that jazz. So. Yeah, and good luck on your new project.
0: Whatever it winds up being, yeah. Yeah. It feels frivolous at this point because so much other stuff has happened since it popped up, but we have an update on the Nintendo Switch Joy-Con drift class action lawsuit because it's paused as uh, as the case moves to arbitration, essentially. Uh, refresh your memories. This uh, thing kicked off in 2019. Uh, basically, a legend Nintendo knowingly sold defective Switch controllers, which... I kind of agree with to a certain extent. Mm. Yep.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, hell, I remember when we were first setting that thing up, didn't have some drift on it when we were.
0: Yeah, I feel like it may have. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When we were doing the <laughs> the unboxing and initial yeah. setup video, I mean, hell, I think that was probably overshadowed by the fact that we were trying to get it connected to the Wi-Fi and it took for fucking oh, ever to connect. Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's one of my favorite videos because it's us just being genuinely like Fuck this thing. It was so fucking uncooperative. Yep. Like
1: it was if 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 just setting up your console before you're even able to run updates is a fucking pain, that's a problem in design.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: Like uh But anyway, go on, I'm sorry. I just yeah. <laughs> I just remembered that whole thing.
0: Yeah, so uh, as of right now the case moving to arbitration, which means it's not a full-blown court case as of right now. It's on pause. This will probably be where it ends, given how most of these things typically go, but we'll yeah. see. Yeah. That's about all there is to that. Mm. All right, let's get into our um, just nice-feeling video game news, I suppose. Uh, the Minecraft crew, uh, not specifically a group of people, but the people that use Minecraft, have created... The uncensored library, a literal virtual library for uh, for censored works.
2: So this is uh, being done by Reporters Without Borders, an NGO, and it is a it's stocked with censored works to get around the whole like censorship issues in many countries, including our own. By the way, the USA is also has a lot of books that are like banned from libraries or yeah. otherwise censored. And so, to get around that, they've created sort of a library without borders, as it were. So it's super cool. It's yeah, it's uh, filled with books and articles, all sorts of stuff that are that are censored in their country of origin and or other a, places. Well,
0: it's an actual library in Minecraft too, which is kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. It's,
2: and what a great idea! So it's a. Uh, it's available within these articles and books and stuff, are available now in Minecraft, in this Minecraft server, outside of the purview of a government being able to say, you can't have that, well, it's not in your country, it's it's in the cloud, so... Yep.
0: Yeah. I, I, I like we said last week, so now is the time to invest in cloud technology. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So this is done by the design studio. This is in collaboration with a design studio called Blockworks, who are specifically a Minecraft design studio. So uh, yeah, uh, great, awesome! What a great use of technology! Absolutely fantastic! I'm super happy about it. What a great project! A worthy project! Absolutely amazing! Yeah. So yeah, if you want to you know, look that up, it is the Uncensored Library. And it's, it's just the uh, uncensoredlibrary.com. dot com. Do
0: you have to have Minecraft access it?
2: I don't. I not sure. I think you might, but you might not. So I mean, that's I. Um. I yeah, I'm not positive. Yeah. I'd have to do some more research on it. I haven't checked it out yet, but I think you can do it on. Yeah, you can do it online. Actually, I mean, you can. No, you can yeah, no, you can do it fully online. Cool. So yeah, here's uh different countries. Yeah, I'm seeing uh there's gardens and very cool. Yep. Yep. Hmm. So I've just gone into the Russia one and uh yeah it's, What is uh...
0: the ban list of Russia? Um It's like Animal Farm nine times.
2: <laughs> um
0: Animal Farm nineteen eighty four.
2: But here's some, uh, yeah, some interesting stuff. I think to get it proper, I think you might have to have a Minecraft client. But I know that the website. But yeah, does you allow want to, do the you to go into the full library
0: aspect of it. You probably have to have Minecraft. It's the yeah.
2: But pretty, pretty cool. Really great idea. But Yeah, you do need to install it properly. I mean, you can play, see it sort of on yeah. there, just on the website. But you do need to under to install the proper client for Minecraft before you can really go into all the articles and books and stuff. So, yep. Very cool idea. Yeah. Very happy about that.
0: Yeah. On the opposite end of the respectability spectrum, we have Sonic Fox who has Who's
2: amazing,
0: who, uh, who has once again, the top mortal? cut. Co- Sorry. I'll, I'll say the phrase once more. He is once more, uh, he, they, is that the correct phrase now? They? They. Yeah. They are now gay, a furry, and the greatest Mortal Kombat 11 player in the world.
1: If you had yep. told me a year, well, 10 years ago, that we would be combining all that in one sentence, I would have said, you're a heckin' foolin', Charlie. As
0: a veteran of the of the uh, uh, old school FGC scheme,
2: no, no, you would have been wrong. <laughs> But it's so good, and Sonic Fox is such a just uh, great person. Just so cool. This just, victory just,
0: marks his going full Daigo as he announced. I just wanted to play Joker this year, so we fucking won as Joker.
2: But yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, they, they've, yeah, they've, yeah, they decided that they wanted to just do sort of a thematic thing this time, so they went with Joker for both. Uh, for both this for both Mortal Kombat and with Injustice 2 and won and managed to do it, even though Joker plays fairly differently between yep. the two games. But just just practically to show off I am this good at fighting games, just chose a character and made it the year of the Joker and won both tournaments. And this one was pretty cool because he actually came back from the loser's bracket to come back and win it. So had actually, you know, lost one and so you end up in loser loser's bracket, but made his way all the made their way all the way through that. And so they they pulled it off and pulled it off in in great spectacle. But absolutely awesome. I am super happy for Sonic Fox. You you're a you're a you are a awesome special awesome gem in the fighting game community and we are all super happy for you for your victory here. Once more, he is
0: gay, a furry, and the best Mortal Kombat player
2: in the world. Yeah, they are. They are in fact non-binary. So yeah, yep. that's that's something. To and that's also a good representation there. That they uh, yeah, so they do pr- prefer the, as far as I know, prefer the pronouns they and them. So yep.
1: yeah, yeah. They're they're a fucking beasts. Like have you ever watch him? Like watch his gameplay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Watch yeah, watch their gameplay. It's super cool. It's just so good. Just really, really fantastic. Like, they are not just... They aren't using you know, what you might... Any sort of cheap anything. They are just that good. That's why they can take a character and make it the year of the Joker because they're just that good at, at fighting games, so... Yeah, and, and
1: Sonic Fox has consistently been in, in like, in, uh, NetherRealm games, like, beats, like... That's his yes. background. His nether like, nether realm game. Let's not pigeonhole setting. him. He's
0: been no, a no. beast at basically they. everything he picks up. They. So, so he, he,
1: so they're Sonic Fox is relatively. He's oh sorry, they're pretty solid at um, Street Fighter Five, but Dragon Ball Fighter Z is Sonic Fox is godlike in, in, in Dragon Ball Fighter Z. <laughs> Granted there are some people who little step out of the realm but it, but the bread and butter has always been Mortal Kombat or mm-hmm. NetherRealm Studios games mm-hmm. and Sonic Fox just destroys at that like even coming even coming back from losers they're constantly just destroying so yeah. it's no surprise that that Sonic Fox came back from that like that level of like coming from losers bracket like not surprising yeah. at all
2: yeah, definitely. And it was a close one that, that put them into the loser's bracket in the first place. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Super congrats. Super happy. Congratulations, Sonic Fox. You are a, you are a perfect little cinnamon bun. And, <laughs> we, and we love you.
1: Well, the funny thing, too, is like one thing you'll notice about fighting game people, people who win in fighting games, like when you have one year, one person wins that person gets fucking studied like consistently studied. So it's very rare to have back-to-back champions at a game. Like it's, it happens, but it's rare. Like it's it's, like, or was it uh, a was it Marvel two? You had Justin Wong who was just consistently dominating. Like that was, that Mm -hmm. was, that was his game, if you will. But You know, now things are different. You know, sometimes new strats come up, new characters get better with balance changes. That thing happens. Sonic Fox consistently destroys, even with him being like the figurehead person people think of when it comes to Mortal Kombat games, he consistently destroys. And it just speaks to his level of evolution when it comes to-
2: They really are that good.
1: Yeah, It's, it's insane. I mean, and Sonic Fox is the only person to win- was it to win 13 0 in a fucking first to 10? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. if, if anybody remembers that whole fiasco, do you, you know about that? How he was able to go 13 0 in a first to 10?
2: Uh, Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I did read about that.
1: Yeah, he played a guy named Perfect Legend and beat him 10 0. And then after that, said, Oh, well, you know, I wasn't playing with my main character, this and that. And then did a First to three and destroyed him with that character too! Like oh yeah. He Sonic Fox is just a fucking beast. Anyway, that's I, I just appreciate
0: watching that dude play. So Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well moving on from that. <laughs> we got some more G Force now news, and unlike all the other times we brought this up, it's not a developer pulling their game off the list. It's actually Epic will support GeForce now. Really?
2: Yeah. So, yeah, they've kind of turned around from, you know, things that they... It seemed like at first they were dropping a bit, but now it's, now they're saying, no, we'll go ahead and support it properly. And, uh, but
0: also, there is the note where it has been allowing permissions for indie devs without permission with, from indie devs, yeah. so... Yeah. i will hopefully fix that.
2: That's a weird thing, yeah. There's been several indie devs that are like, uh... I, 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 my games on there. news, yep. news to us. We didn't know that. So that's, that's kind of weird. Yeah. So there is some weirdness going on with DeForce now, but it is because they have this. Yeah. It's where you just log into another client after you log into their system, like steam or Epic store, or whichever, like if you're logging into to play Fortnite, you would log into, you'd log, you'd log into their system and then virtually log into your own epic yeah. account. So that's that's the weirdness going on there. So I understand to a certain this, a certain extent what's happening, but they need to be asking people permission because while there's not sort of a cut, you know, is it's not like it's all like Stadia where there's a brand new gaming developed and it's being rebought. Nobody's rebuying things to go on the surface. Hmm. The surface is pretty much there's a free version, but it also seems like it's only covering their server costs at this point. Like they aren't. I I don't know how much. Like I don't think this is going to cause them to roll in money. Yeah, you know, because they nobody's buying a game for GeForce now. So it's it's a it's in a weird place. I'd say that it's in an interesting place in this sort of cloud gaming's cloud gaming place. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm i I've still been using it, especially to play yeah. uh uh I've used it to play Destiny 2 because it's actually populated <laughs> and to play uh yeah, some a couple other games. Uh, oh yeah,
0: I know. If you're a fucking stadia, you're looking at this going just out of your fucking mind that this is that someone got this to work better than you did. Yep. <laughs> and for free. Yep. While we're on the Epic Store topic, uh, they've added the wish list functionality.
2: It's just a small thing, but it's a thing that it's I nice. definitely use. Yeah, I,
0: I was definitely thinking about the other day. I'm like, I wish I could have an Epic Store wish list. Two days later, Epic Store adds wish list. I'm like, oh, cool.
2: Yeah, I definitely I utilize and buy stuff off my wish lists, like on other stores, like good old games and and uh, Steam and stuff. So, yeah.
0: Do you want to say the line quickly, Alex? <coughs> <coughs> Epic Store bad. Seem good. Okay. (laughs) Yep. I I know it's mostly a joke from you at this point, Alex. But like, as our uh, resident figurehead for this ongoing horrible joke, um, at what point do you think the like the, the people that actually mean that are forced to kind of like quit their bullshit on this topic? And the answer may be never. But like, is there a functionality you think that you could add to the Epic Store that the funny people would be like? Too.
1: Yeah, there's actually one thing that's really easy they would be able to do. Uh, transfer all your stuff to the Steam store.
2: <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm.
1: Until then, you can add your wishlist option. Uh, I'm still going to say Epic Bad Valve Good. Okay. <laughs> I don't care that Valve's doing all that horrible stuff with China and all that. Valve's still good, right? Is that right. how it works? That's how it works? We haven't racially brought
0: up the fact that um, Tencent owns a percentage of Epic Store 2 for that matter. And- oh my yeah. god,
1: can you believe them working with the Chinese government? Yeah. Valve would never do something like that.
0: Not even the Chinese government, it's a Chinese company, Alex.
1: Oh, even mm. worse! Private company? Oh my god, <laughs> Epic Fortnite. Store really bad. Fortnite, more like commie night <laughs> uh, <Ugh.
0: laughs> why is that funny
2: <laughs> i don't know <laughs> it's so dumb moving on uh, right
0: so it, it, in kind of the same vein of people will never be happy horizon zero dawn is coming to pc officially people are upset you know why they're upset because it's probably coming to the epic store uh <laughs> that's not been made clear yet but it's coming this summer It'll arrive on pc this summer it's a hell of a game so i'm super excited to see what that thing looks like on pc as a huge fan of that game i'm excited that more people get to play that game
1: yeah it's a beautiful game i remember yeah. watching you play it it's a fucking gorgeous yeah. game
2: yeah and i'd I don't, like to play it
1: yeah and i don't i mean i don't think even with the new didn't they have a dlc come out like yeah. a frost one or whatever yep I don't think it got as much credit as it deserved. It was a great fucking game. Like,
0: Oh no, that game still sold like 5 million copies. It's the reason they're making a sequel of it. Like as a hard departure for a primarily FPS studio to come up with this, like mech hunting game. Like my only criticism of that game ever was why isn't this just monster hunter? Yep. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like just let me have multiplayer in this game so me and my dudes can so me and my friends can hunt monsters as a team and they're like no and i'm like okay cool this game's still awesome i love this game yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of a weird ending but also like it's a hell of a game yeah i also want to give a huge shout out to all the playstation
1: fanboys and all that who've beta tested Horizon Zero Dawn for us recently. <laughs> yeah, so now thanks. it comes out on the, the last real three console. Years. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for working out all the bugs, all the kinks. I yeah. appreciate you guys. Yeah. And so now the PC players can have the perfect experience. So thank mm-hmm. you guys out there. Um, and I look forward to seeing more PlayStation exclusives moving over and get out of real beta testing into real releases on PC. Well, I I got
0: bad news on that one. At the same time as saying, yeah, we're bringing this to PC, I guess. Sony got out there and said, we have absolutely no plans to bring games that are PS5 exclusives to the PC at the same time.
1: When he announced this, did he look at the camera and
2: go, wink?
0: Um, Just out of curiosity? I I
2: don't know. Oh, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, whereas we know that we covered the fact that Xbox or Microsoft said that they will do it to, to a large yeah. extent, try to release PC ports at the same time as uh, Xbox sex ports.
1: Well, I look forward to it. All the beta yep. testing is getting done nice and early, guys.
0: Thank you. hmm. You keep saying that.
1: I do, because it's true. It's right up there with Epic Store Bad Valve Good.
0: Fair enough. And I guess last but not least in this category, we have Dreams, a game that we have not talked about that much because if any of us was going to get into it, it'd be Henry, and Henry is known a PS4, so we can't be playing Dreams. But uh, so I think it's officially out by now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's super so confusing fun. to me. I've seen some videos like I saw. uh, I think Video Game Dunky actually did two of them. Yeah. That game looks fucking great. Like the potential stuff you can do. Somebody recreated the opening sequence and level for Mario, Mario, Super Mario 64 in that fucking game with
0: the backflips and everything. Yep.
2: Yep. Well, there's been some amazingly cool stuff done in Dreams already. And
0: and with that in mind, um, Dream Devs, Media Molecule have gotten out there and said that. Yeah, maybe we'll find we'll let you monetize your game inside our game. That's a great idea. It's a great idea, yeah. So, for those kind of confused about the kind of pedigree here, uh, Media Molecule, makers of the uh, Little Big Planet franchise, another game all about making your own game. Dreams is kind of the culmination of all their work, where basically it's a gamified game engine of sorts, if you will. Like, it's. Yeah. I can't think of a better way of describing it. Like it's the Mario Maker is to 2D stuff, this is to the Unreal Engine, if you will. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I would almost even say it's right up there evolutionary when it comes to like almost like a, a new version or a console version of Gary's like Gary's mod.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I I'd argue where Gary's yeah. mod is designed to kind of be nonsensical weirdness. This is very deliberately hey, play these games. But yeah, you're not wrong with that.
1: Yeah, you can definitely make some nonsensical weirdness in that game yeah. too. Let's not. Let's not. But oh, yeah,
2: no. but yeah, I, I, yeah, that's a good comparison, I think. Where people made games just using Gary's mod, like yeah. full on games. Yeah, and this is, but this this is more explicitly a game creating toolset. But I think it's cool. I think it's an, a, an interesting idea to let people, you know, try to monetize it a bit. If you've made an especially cool thing in Dreams, mm, yeah, maybe, yeah. So it, so, it, so they ahead. have specifically said that any creators that create stuff on Dreams retain the rights to that to their intellectual property. Wait on a that minute. Platform. Are you so telling me
1: that they don't own moral perpetuity rights the company to that stuff? Like the the people who created are allowed to do it?
0: Well, they mm. they do own the rights to it hypothetically, but
1: but like any and all wave rights and moral, moral, moral perpetuity forever, infinity will sue you if you like share this with your dog and say it's yours rights thing. Like I thought that was the way to go. I mean, that's 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 how Warforged is.
2: Yeah, basically all they're asking for is like uh, is they want you to credit dreams in your final product. Uh, but, yeah, otherwise, like, your IP that you create on Dreams is your IP.
0: Kind and of like how you credit Unreal Engine when you make a game in Unreal Engine.
2: Absolutely. It's uh, al- yeah, or Unity, yeah.
1: It's almost like presenting people with a reasonable sandbox environment and not try to take complete ownership of anything they do. Yeah. Would encourage creativity in that platform. How fucking mm-hmm. weird.
2: Mm, Yeah.
0: One of those like sense about video streaming service that had some dumb name like Us Tube or something that could learn from this,
1: uh, or 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 big game studios that promise an updated sandbox environment with not so sh- good graphics as a result.
2: Mm. Uh, yeah. mm.
1: uh, fucking weird. Mm. I, I could have sworn <laughs> it's on the tip of my tongue and I can't remember what it is. I just, mm. Mm.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: you know, you know. Fucking Epic. I knew it. That's who it is. <laughs> Once
0: again, it's Epic Games' fault. <laughs> Which game are you actually talking about? I'm blanking on that one. Oh,
1: fucking Warcraft 3 Warforged. Oh, with fair the enough. You yeah. own enough. all your rights for everything forever, and we'll sue you and your dog
0: if you even tell your dog that you, you created this and you own it. Like I'm yeah. just picturing that like, them kicking in the door, and me and Scrump are like, oh no, we talked about we made mods on Warforged. Yeah. Well not only did you make mods, but you took credit for them. You told you told Strump,
1: Hey, look at this cool mod I made, and all of a sudden your door just starts rumbling and in comes fucking Jay Allen Brack and he kicks down the fucking door. I'd like door. to finally
0: announce I am Ice Frog.
1: I invented Dota. Yeah. So all of a sudden he just starts destroying all your stuff and yeah. you're like like what the fuck's going on? And he comes up to you and he gives you a fake ass apology about like, oh hey, sorry, we didn't mean to crash your house. But uh stop taking <laughs> Stop taking uh taking credit, credit, for, credit things for this.
2: You did, yeah. yeah.
1: This is ours.
2: I made this,
1: but hey, don't worry. He's got a a, a rainbow flag pin on his sweater. He yeah. he's inclusive.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, uh, that 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 in no way leads into our final kind of grouping this week. <laughs> Uh, but we're going to get there anyway. We've held off the COVID corner as long as we can. Uh, welcome to the weekly Wicked Awesome cast, uh, COVID corner, COVID-19 to be precise, also known as the coronavirus, where we lump all of the big gaming news that's directly impacted by the ongoing pandemic we're all living through, hopefully. Uh, yes, it's been quite a week in the COVID corner, if you will, so much of its own fucking topic this week in some weird ways uh the biggest of which is ea is canceled y'all e3 e3 sorry not ea my bad (laughs) ea is canceled also canceled
2: (laughs) also canceling them just because just
0: because e3 is canceled y'all i in a it was quite a bizarre lead up to it too where you had like two days of people being like rumors like I woke up and, like, a bunch of non-gaming-ass websites were like, ESA to announce E3 can't stay I'm like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like, yeah, random, yeah, other business websites were reporting on it because, yeah, it kind of has a lot of interesting uh, uh, things that, ramifications, possible ramifications for it. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So in the wake of this announcement, it appears that uh, those who would at least do some type of press conference there are going to try and do some of a digital thing. Most uh, notably, Microsoft and Ubisoft, which really raises the bizarre question of, like, maybe Sony's been right all along with you don't need to fucking be at E3 to do a press conference.
1: Well, I mean, Nintendo's been doing digital direct yeah, for no, directs for fucking years now. I Even mean,
0: Nintendo's the yeah. rightest of them all. Yeah. yeah
1: and hell they do them like several times throughout the year and every time there's a Nintendo Direct there's always fucking hype like yeah. it doesn't die out especially with I mean granted you have Nintendo has a fan base much like Apple that will fucking follow Apple or follow Nintendo with everything they do to but hell I'm, I'm, yeah yes to hell and back but I think the fact that they always just do these consistently is super helpful
0: yeah like and they're you small know, I don't they're to... easy to digest and they're fun as a result of them yeah it's
1: yeah it's not convoluted. You don't have these crazy fucking bands playing weird music 20 minutes
0: you know, after it's supposed to start. If Ubisoft isn't up there with that weird panda dancing around, did they even announce a new Just Dance game? I- I'm sorry. I've come <laughs> to expect certain things from the Ubisoft press conference, which is that I feel disgusted with myself afterwards.
1: I mean, it's like asking, well, if a fake announcer did murder a journalist on stage, did the digital, or was it Devolver Studios actually
0: do something this no, year. No, they didn't. I'm sorry. If I don't watch the Devolver Studio going, man, do these people even make video games? Just weird snuff films. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't have a pre-three thing at all. Yeah, I'm, yeah.
1: yeah. It, I mean, yeah. It's like, was there an E3 this year? I don't I, know. Did Devolver Studios do something crazy this year? How many
0: CEOs are left at Devolver? Right.
2: Yep. <laughs> yep. That's that's the one thing that I will miss. But of course, now that streaming platforms no, that's exist... Just it.
0: They could totally... This is totally up Devolver's Alley. Like, imagine how horrible they could be. Their entire press conferences now for like two or three years have been leading to virus apocalypse.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it just... You know, of course, the larger question is, are we ever going to have an E3 ever again? And that's, you know, and that's that's I think now definitely that's a that's that's what we've been kind of dancing around here. But that's that's the big question is, like, do we need it, period, ever again?
1: I okay. so I'm going to I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one here. Mm -hmm. I I like E3, despite its recent comings, as far as like having it open to the public and it being a fucking shitstorm for lines to try shit. I think before that whole public thing became a thing, E3 was always an iconic kind of like staple, almost like a video game new year for gamers yeah. out there. Like it was, it was our fanfare event. So mm-hmm. I thought I, I, for, for tradition's sake, I think, yes, it'd be awesome. If you want to hang on to like, traditions of the old and always have E3 as the big pinnacle moment for announcing some cool shit. Realistically, we don't fucking need it. Like there's so much technology out there for studios to go out and just do things directly to the public, not having to pay for moving equipment, moving advertising, moving setups and everything like that. You can literally go online, stream the shit on Twitch, on YouTube. You'll get tons of people watching. Even I would say even more than people attending only because of the fact that there are no limitations other than internet access to be able to watch said things. And on top of that, when it's over, offer people a demo or an online demo or something. Boom. Yeah. You've got not only the, the presentation of The new release and the, you know, the big fanfare, if you will, but you also give people the ability to try something like a demo at the comfort of their own home. Because in that way, they're trying out the game and how they would feel in their normal environment. But I think it works way fucking better than trying to demo and like reserving a game spot for 20 minutes with people on a fucking app when everybody's trying to connect to the same cell phone tower. It's just, it's a pain in the ass trying to do it. And now like, like it's, it's an archaic setup. And I, and like I said, yeah. again, it's, it's, it is that fan for the old. And I respect E3 for it being like that kind of like pillar when it comes to every year, there's this thing. But honestly, as technology has evolved, I feel like these events and all that need to evolve with it and doing a big in-person conference every year is just a it's it's at this point we're just going through the motions of traditions of the old, and it just doesn't need to be, especially in a platform that prides itself on evolution and making the next yeah. big thing when time goes on. So anyway, that's my mini rant about it. So,
2: yeah, I mean the thing is, I mean we're we have, I mean all right, the face of you know E3 has already moved on to his main project, the Game Awards. You know Jeff, Kaylee, uh, Keeley, what is it? Geoff Keighley or something like that. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff Keighley. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. A yeah. He, uh, he, he's already moved on to another major thing that, you know, that could be sort of the new version of that. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. To, and you know, yeah, I, I don't think we're really missing a whole lot by not gathering a whole lot of people in place. And there again, there's the expense of it. And I think this actually makes it to where that's maybe, I don't know. I'm not feel I'm not sure how I feel about how this will affect indie developers positively or negatively. So the positive part is yeah, they won't have to spend money to try to get out there and like set up a kiosk and do all that stuff because that can be very expensive if you want to do it professionally and have a nice setup. But also maybe they won't get the same sort of new news coverage they would have otherwise, you know, for people covering E3. That would also happen upon these indie games. But I yeah, so I think there it's sort of a not sure. I, I Yeah, as far as how how E3 or E3 not happening would affect the indie, the indie developers. So, yeah, there's kind of two sides to it, because it did provide a lot, maybe more covers than they might have gotten otherwise. Like there is, you know, getting covered by different. Yeah. By reporters who are just reporting on E3 in general. They would just happen to catch the independent devs and stuff. But yeah, or you know, the smaller devs. But yeah. Um, but also it means that the smaller devs don't have to spend money to try to get there to do it in the first place. So hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, not, uh as far as that goes.
0: Yeah.
2: So, I mean, what what do you what do you think? What's your take on how it might affect dev studios one way or another? <laughs>
0: I don't know. I it's I've heard enough stories over the years of people that kind of like whip up these half-baked E3 demo builds that I'm not sure ever needed to really exist. I've. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I always feel like it's the announcements that come out of it could happen any other fucking time of the year. And uh, I've always wondered if E3 leads to some of the crunch problems we have. Like, yeah, studio is also going to crunch, but like, if you didn't have this one time of year, you fucking had to announce your game. Could you wait till your game was like six months out kind of thing where you were pretty sure you're going to meet your deadline and maybe we're going to have some crunch at the end to get it totally done, but like not a year and a half of crunch. Like I'm not saying the cyberpunk 2020 or 2027 or whatever the fuck that game is called. 2070.
2: Yeah, 2077. 2077.
0: Yeah. That whole situation where, like, yeah, we had a deadline, we pushed that fucker back because we weren't going to meet it. Like, I have no idea how long crunch was going was going on prior to that, but if, like, hey, this is the crunch period now because we fucked up a little bit, that's not great, but it's more excusable than a year and a half of 80-hour days kind of thing, 80-hour yeah. weeks. Yeah. I I don't know. I, As someone who works in an industry with problematic deadlines... I really wonder if you just fucking stopped announcing when deadline when things were going to open years in advance, how much better things would be. But yeah, yeah, I, I come at it from that angle, I guess. Where, like if you don't have the centralized point, you can just announce stuff when it's ready, and we'll be plenty excited about it then. Or like, go back to the yo, we're making a new X. Oh shit. News to come in the future. Oh, damn, there's news to come in the future!
2: Ah! Yeah, and honestly, um a lot of the major game news websites have been pretty good about covering independent games, uh-huh. like the smaller games, like, you know, making sure that they point them out when they're coming out. And I, it, yeah, at all times of the year, not just during E3, but like, you'll see, I see reports on different, you know, all the different, you know, Polygon or, or, Kotaku or any you know, game informer, any of the various websites that are uh, that do cover. Oh yeah. Here's a little game that I enjoyed. Here's a review of an indie game that came out that was, you know, it wasn't announced by E3, but it's just, I heard about this, you know, I saw some coverage of it or some, I had heard of, saw it on the steam store and it was recommended to me and here it is. And well, so oh. I'm not too, I'm not too afraid of indie games kind of being, ignored because they aren't at E3. Well,
0: and I guess to it, also use this whole Season of the um Worthy thing we're going on right now, I don't know what's supposed to happen in a couple weeks within Season of the um, of the Worthy. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Unlike last yeah, season fine. where the roadmap was a little too detailed, I think, like, the level mm-hmm. of, like, I like some unknown in a game, especially if it's like a, a live service game. Like, imagine yes. how fucking cool it would be if there was no big lead-up to the next World of Warcraft. Like, it's just like mm-hmm. something you log in one day and they go, BAM, Shadowlands are out. And you're like, Oh shit, Shadowlands are out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, kind of, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a neat idea, I yeah. think. Yeah. I definitely enjoy surprises. Yeah. Not everybody does, but I certainly do.
0: I, I think the surprises would be good for the video game industry. Again, I'm not saying like everything should be announced the day it comes out. That's insane. But like, yeah. if you have a live service game, Be like, yeah, this season will end around this point in time, which probably means the next season starts around this point in time. But we'll tell you the name of it, maybe, and do some kind of like general, like, Trials of Osiris, awesome. You announced that, and you could have just had that trailer be, Trials of Osiris, a part of Season of the World. They'd be like, what's the other part? They'd have been, you'll find out in two weeks, fuckers. I'd be like, oh, we're going to (laughs) find out in two weeks. Neat. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I wish game companies did that. Just yelled fuckers at people. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's. I think as, as more and more games go to this games as service thing, the announcement cycle has to change. And I think part of that is embracing the fact that you have maybe not every player, but like a sizable portion of your player base logs into your game on a daily basis meaning you can just do something and I guarantee the rest of us will hear about it
2: yeah uh, it's like uh, like I've been still playing like KOF all-star off and on and and they just do you know regular kind of events going on of a sort and I just find out when I when I log on to it it's like oh they're offering samurai showdown characters now
1: alright cool yeah I saw that
2: yeah, one of them you can basically get for free and the others you can, you know, spend rubies to play your chances at getting. But yeah. 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 But yeah, I, uh yeah, that's the thing. It's like when, when there is games that are sort of have live updates, you know, consistent up. Well, I guess not even necessarily consistent, but they just aren't on. They're an expected service that has sort of updates and new things added. It's just like. That's just going to happen with those, but I mean, it is different for the majority. Of games are still standalone games. I'd say, yeah. like there is, they are there are way more standalone games than there are service games. I mean, even though there's yeah. some really major big name ones, you know, of course the MMOs and stuff, um, but I think there is still, yeah, it is still going to be different for. But I think there again, what you said, it's better for the standalone games so that they aren't having to announce something at an artificial time just because this is when everybody announces stuff.
0: Yeah, and I think removing that aspect of things will dramatically benefit things. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, it's kinda like even with, you know, Blizzard with it with its own, you know, BlizzCon thing, where they have to just say they have to announce they they feel like they have to announce everything there even if some of those things even are barely even in production i mean like i guarantee you diablo the new diablo is barely in pre-production right now
1: well they've even talked about how it's like they're barely working on that yeah like it's that's the reason they only had so little to show for it like
2: yeah yeah but they felt like they had to announce it and had to have something to show for it you know because of so this, you know, art, you know, artificial, you know, artificial timeline, because they want to do it at the event. But yeah. So yep, I think there is still maybe I think there's poss- more positives out of canceling E3 than negatives.
0: Yeah, I think. In my opinion, I think the idea of no E3 in a year where not one but two video game consoles, in theory, are still launching, that's the big like how will this one work the fuck out? Yep. But yeah, I, I also think that, like we said, uh, our, our next kind of on the thing list here is that companies like Microsoft and Ubisoft have already said, we're going to do a digital thing, which I think is the smart move to do. I if, if this was me doing this event, I would take this as a time to look at what E3 is overall as a whole and maybe move more direction of, okay, once a year we're going to give you a taste of all the stuff we have in production and if we plan on releasing this game this year we're going to announce like a tentative due date for it or something we're going to say like spring or fall or something and let you know okay these are the games you can look forward to this year because they're almost done and they'll be done by then kind of thing and when we get within like a month of when we're going to release them we will release them or like when we start moving the games to Printed production will say, hey, the game ships on blah, 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 as opposed to what it is now, I guess. I don't know. Because I like the idea of knowing what's going on. I think, like, as much grief as we've given Sony over the last couple E3s, they're like, we have no release dates. And I'm like, I'm kind of okay with this. What you have showed off looks cool. Last of Us 2, coming when it's coming. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Like, God of War have that same vibe to it as well, where it's like, God of War, that looks sick, doesn't it? When's it coming? When it's ready, bitches! Get off the fuck off our back. It'll be good, we promise. Okay. But, moving on from that, uh, we gotta get through the rest of our COVID corner, which is now turning into a COVID block, it seems. Uh, OWL, the Overwatch League for those who don't speak in horrific internet abbreviations, has canceled two months' worth of events because of coronavirus. Charlie's snide, condescending comment here, I didn't know the OWL was still happening. Yeah, it's just on YouTube now or something.
2: Yeah, they've just... I think they had been starting to do events with just no crowds, but now it's just like, yeah, "Yeah, we shouldn't do this at all right now.
0: Yep. Uh, GDC is moving to a streaming event for 2020. It's not quite clear what that means but the event is back on as a virtual awards and talk schedule so that's kind of cool
2: yeah i mean gdc it's 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 a really cool thing each year and if you're a student they have super cheap student passes it's very expensive if you're just going otherwise like it's like a to to take part in all of it it's like two thousand dollar ticket or like a fifteen hundred dollar ticket But yeah, but for like students, for their student part of it, it's like 20 bucks. So, I mean, uh, but yeah, it's, but yeah, they're just going to put it online and that's, yeah, you know what, that works. You know, it kind of, you know, it's, it, uh, you know, it's nice to be able to actually attend things where you can discuss things at more length with people. But yeah, I mean, this, there again, this is the responsible thing to do is they have that capability. Yeah.
0: it's it's still happening i do understand that some people will miss out on the whole it's industry people in one place we all can talk about things and not have internet looking in on us kind of thing i it's it's neat i i'm glad something is happening this year it was a shame it got canceled as it did uh moving on from that uh pokemon go or as it should now be called pokemon go the fuck home and stay inside uh (laughs) They are relaxing some of the rules, so you have to spend less time, if no time at all, outside kind of thing. Uh, Temporarily, because of the virus, they understand their kind of player base might uh, fanatically brave the wilds, if you will, of not quarantine. And yeah, they don't want to encourage that. I believe this is also coming to the Wizarding World thing, but I don't have an article confirming that. My wife, who plays both, just mentioned that it was coming to that. So,
2: yeah. Yeah, the uh, specifically like the incense packs, which just draw Pokemon to you are now super cheap and last longer. So that's the big thing. Um, Hatching eggs is faster. Pokestops will drop gifts more often. So, yeah, it's just and some of their bigger events they've postponed. So just there again, it's like these are just some simpler things they knew they could do. It's just sort of you know, for the people that enjoy Pokemon Go, that they could stay the fuck home. <laughs>
0: yep. Stay on Pokemon, stay the fuck home. Yep. <laughs> or go the fuck home, I guess is more accurate. Yep. Alright, now last but not least, uh, COVID-19 coronavirus corner thing, and uh, this one's like hilariously tragic in its own weird way. I uh, So for those who don't know, uh, the uh, the current sporting leagues in America, the NHL and the NBA. Uh, one of those is important. One of those plays basketball. Uh, have kept kind of postponed and/or canceled the rest of their season. Uh, by uh, NHL rules, that means the Boston Bruins are the Stanley Cup champions technically. We'll see if that actually falls through because we have the most points. Just saying, give us our fucking cup already. But uh, yeah. In, in video game news, NBA Two K Twenty has crashed or has crashes now because of the COVID-19 cancellation. Because, of course, it fucking does.
2: Yep. So what's happening is, is certain modes are required to, they, they get the schedule of games live. Like, they basically pull the schedule of games from the NBA and then simulate them. But with seeing as how there's no games to simulate, it's just sort of making them up and then simulating games that don't exist forever. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like dropping down into the Netherland Netherworlds and just being like Oh in some this ways is-
0: this is the truest version ever of NBA two <laughs> K.
2: But yep. They'll probably see a patch, but I don't think one exists yet. Oh, it's
0: just funny right now. Yeah, th- this will get yeah. fixed, no doubt. But for now, it's just kind of fun to be like, "Yup, timelines, bitches." <laughs> but yeah, it does it for our news this week and closes out our um, COVID nineteen corner.
2: Unless I-, I do have one thing I do want to mention. You got real one quick. more. Um, well, I just don't want to mention it really quickly because people can read further on their own. Kotaku did some good journalism and talked to some people about The Last of Us 2 and the fact that it's it's grind. It's it's, you know, it's just it, the crunch is just grinding people into the ground, into the ground because of crunch. And it's just this is a bad it, it's just another example of just this is not a good trend that that sh- it should not continue. but. Yeah, Kotaku did a great article on that. I think it's worth reading. I think people should check it out because there again, it's like gives you a perspective from a devs from the dev side of things, what it's like to be under 80 hour weeks or even 100 hour weeks to try to put these games out and how it's just expected of you to do it. But yeah, um, good on them. Like I mentioned many times before, when Kotaku decides to do journalism, they do some great journalism. And this is a this is a great article. I think people should read it. I think it provides some very good perspectives and some meta thoughts on the whole situation. So yeah, just wanted to add that in. Yeah. Yes.
0: That means it's time for emails though.
1: What emails?
0: Yes, emails. So I heard you had a few for me. We have, yeah, we, we have one that came in specifically aimed at you, or two that came and aimed at you, I guess. Uh, and one that's just kind of generally for us, but uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, Alex, if you wanted to send us an email, what address would you use?
1: Uh, you would simply email us at wickedawesomecast
0: at gmail.com. What's that email again, Henry?
2: That is wickedawesomecast at gmail.com.
0: Spells it sounds, down the show notes, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, let's, let's get in with the burning question that we all had after last week's podcast. I think this all coming from anonymous again this week. So thank you for writing in anonymous. Uh, to phrase one of my favorite Charlie phrases: as a fat boy, I'm gonna need an answer to the question about whether or not Alex ever had a hot glazed donut before the KFC one. <laughs> oh, there's uh, more. Oh, we're not okay. done yet. I really hope I'm not alone in this being uh, being the burningest question I have. Also, because of Charlie's description, I have now also eaten the KFC donut sandwich. And yeah, he's right. I am literally writing this email while the paperwork for my new gym membership is finalized. That abomination <laughs> changes a man. It speaks something <laughs> dark and terrible in the depths of one's soul.
2: <laughs>
0: hey, we're here to help. Yeah. <laughs> From a fellow fat boy to another fellow fat boy. Yeah, no.
1: Um, so, Alex? Yeah, I have had one before.
0: And I still think KFC's... Freshly hot glazed donut is still really fucking good. I'm not saying it's not good, but like the question I had was like, what other freshly hot glazed donuts have you had? And or like, have you ever gone above the Krispy Kreme hot donut line before?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I've had a few other ones. I can't remember the, anywhere else off the top of my head. It might have been at some like fair or something, but all right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had one at a fair. Some point because it's hard to find freshly glazed
0: donuts in most of the shops back home, and whatnot. uh like, no, just fresh-y, timing, fresh-y man. Stuff. Timing. Oh,
2: yeah. I've I've had some yeah. at a at a uh, I guess something kind of similar. Um, Brighton Pier, the uh, Brighton the sort of, uh, it's kind of the tourist when the tourist attractions in Brighton, England. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, you they you can, there are some there are some shops set up there that's just like fresh donuts just they're just constantly spitting them out of a little donut maker and it's yeah it's really good it's yep. really good <laughs> yep. really delicious so yep.
1: so yes yep. uh and I'm glad the KFC donut sandwich has been changing your life I'm glad to be part of that catalyst that has decided to change your perspective on the way you think
0: sorry <laughs> you signed up for a gym membership the week before coronavirus yeah. Oh, shit, that's true. Yeah. Sorry about that one, bro. Thanks for in.
1: Hey, hey, just remember, even though there's coronavirus out there, gains over pains, right, bro? No, no,
0: fuck everyone who's posting gym thought shit. That's like, it's, it's not a problem. I'm working out still. No, go the fuck home. Be quarantined like the rest of us. Hey, gains yeah. over pains, bro. Just saying. Yep. <sighs> Next one. You're a wicked awesome cast, but mostly, Alex, since apparently this is the thing people w- do when they email you, what would Alex's reaction be if The Matrix was just the story of The Matrix Online but implemented in what was never released transformed into a movie? I don't know anything about The Matrix Online except that it existed and Alex is said it doesn't exist anymore, so I have no idea how complex the I- this idea would be or would not be to implement. Oh, can you read that back to me? I'm trying to process all of that real quick. What would Alex's reaction be if The Matrix 4 was just the story of The Matrix Online, but implemented and what was never released transformed into a movie?
2: Uh,
1: I hope not. <laughs> the story was kind of fucking out there before the matrix
2: online. it revolves a lot around Sarah, well, like, right? Morpheus
1: dies in it. Doesn't it? Morpheus dies in matrix online. Yes. He gets assassinated yeah. by what's could doubly named the assassin, which is a program, which was actually a garbage program. Uh, and not like garbage as in it's shitty. I mean, it literally was a garbage program handling waste in the machine world. Um, that for whatever reason was was an assassin, and it was made entirely of flies in a trench coat and a mask. Mm. I'm not making this up.
2: Yeah. Uh, Uh, I know. 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 I'm familiar enough
0: with Matrix Online lore to know that's a thing. Yes. It's an assassin in a trench coat made of flies. I'm sorry, isn't every character in that game in a trench coat, even if they weren't, like, made to have a trench coat?
1: Yeah, that's true, but it's not, uh, we're not like a bundle of flies in a trench
0: coat. <laughs> they recently added swarms of things as a uh, character you can play to Starfinder and I really want to make a swarm character.
2: Oh, there's a one of my favorite and kind of a fan favorite uh JoJo's bizarre uh, adventure character from the Stone Ocean uh chapter of it is a uh is a sentient uh swarm of electroplankton. Sure? <laughs> yeah. I love and Swarm they're ex- characters. Yeah, and, they're, and they are... They were just... They were actually a super fan favorite because they are so, so good-hearted and wonderful. But yeah, um... Very... Uh, and, yeah, is a uh, sentient... Basically, school, I guess, you might call it because they're plankton. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a... But yeah, I, I like the idea of Swarm characters. It's interesting. Like... Like, oh, Spider's Man is probably the best one, though. I think I might... Uh, spider's Man rates up there. Are you familiar with Spider's Man?
0: Uh, it's the it's Spider-Man, but made of spiders. I know.
2: Yeah. Yep. From the, from the larger Spider-verse. <laughs> definitely doesn't eat people. Yep. Definitely does not eat people. <laughs> we have talked about Spider's Man before, but... Just just
0: bringing that one up, that's oh, yeah, a good no, example I, of that, I, I too. know Spider's Man well. Yeah. Because he definitely doesn't eat people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, and definitely a uh, email that will root this episode at a point in time. Hey, wicked awesome cast! With the quarantines looming and everything, any good bang for your buck games to play during quarantine? Uh Plague Inc. If you want a real life simulator, <laughs> it's
2: a little morbid. Um, the go on the Epic Game Store. The three games that they have for free right now, like talk about bang for your gu- buck—they're free. They're just free. So super do that. Um, um, like I said, I've been having fun with just the casual game that they released. So yeah, the you know the one that I mentioned earlier, the uh, the a short hike. But they they're releasing like long major games. So if like you're wanting some free games, do that. Like that's that's more than bang for your buck. That's bang for nothing. Yeah. So there you go. That's um, my suggestion.
0: Destiny Two is technically free to play now. So. There's a mm-hmm. big chunk of Destiny you can get through right now without ever playing money for it, so that's a thing.
2: Um, I'll say that, also I'll just add on, Terra is a free MMO, so if you want to hop onto that, hey, that's a, that's a free MMO, just just free. Um, there's apparently a new MMO on the Xbox One that's a exclusive called Bless Unleashed. And... I don't know how it is because I don't have a PS or I don't have an Xbox one, but yeah, that's, that's another free option. There's, there's actually a surprising amount of completely free options, even new ones that you can check out. So yeah.
0: Um, the slow tour games are always pretty cheap on steam. Just saying.
2: Yeah. Those are good time wasters. Yeah. Uh, Ah uh, no no no! Humble Bundle, go on HumbleBundle.com. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, Humble Bundle is always a great source. What's their bundle right now? Actually, as of this whole morning.
2: Um. Well, they you know they have multiple ones on at the same time, but uh, checking it out, they have a Borderlands franchise sale, so that can sink all your time.
0: Oh, they just yeah. had all the Yakuza games for sale on Steam. The three PC ones you can get. Those are good time wasters. They've so, got. Uh,
1: near
2: there's a, automata on sale that's so a good there's one a, there's a uh sakura collection if you want to sort of dungeon crawlers with animes there is a uh, just drive so if you're like you know wanting to if you're a person that enjoys driving there's th- this this uh the just drive humble bundle which is cheap of course because they're always super cheap has a lot of different games in it. Like ones that I would recommend like dirt Four. I like the rally games and dirt Four is a pretty good one. Project cars. I've heard good things about it has also has uh, the, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's a good package. So there's, there's actually quite a few humble bundles out right now uh, that are pretty darn good. Um, Yeah. um, They kind of have things mixed up. I'm, Having trouble seeing which are bundles, but yeah, go on humblebundle.com uh, because it is the humble store that said that they're putting out prices in—I forget in in different regions, different region pricing—or was that another store? I don't remember. I'm not sure. And, and it, uh, we talked about it. We we talked about it. But in any case, yeah, there is the Just Drive One. There's the Humble Choice, which has some really great, like popular indie games on it. So that includes like, uh, or that uh, that's the that's their subscription service, but uh, yeah, the uh, let's see what other bundles. Um, there's of course their book bundles, which if you like to read. There's a Doctor Who bundle, which I'm always about Doctor Who, and it's a comics and audiobook uh, bundle. Um, sci-fi. I mean, there's so the two game bundles are pretty good. Yeah, I mean the Just Drive one. There again, if you like driving games. That's a driving game. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And these are, they're always a great value. I mean, it's, you just get, you pay 15 bucks generally and you get like 20 games. So, yeah, that's a quick way to fill up your library with stuff that you may not have already. So, yeah, that's a, that's a, that, yeah, that's, that's something I would suggest too. So,
1: they also have a copy of a Plague Tale if you mm-hmm. want something. Yep.
2: And it's and it's feels <laughs> yep. it
0: weird recommending that game in this current era.
2: <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, but yeah. There's a and the yeah, but I think the bundles there again, bang for your buck. That's yeah. There's some good games in these bundles. Like I said, the the Just Drive bundle has a lot of actually good racing games in it, and. I'm not as familiar with all the Sakura collections stuff, but they're mostly, like, like RPGs and dungeon crawlers, Mm -hmm. and they're just cutesy moe animes. So, I mean, if that's what you want, cutesy moe anime games, there's a bundle. There's a bundle for that.
0: Animal Crossing also comes out in, like, four days after you're hearing this go up.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: If you want to simulate walking around outside... There's no better game for that. Yep. 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 Maybe Disco Elysium for getting to walk around the block during these quarantine times.
2: Yeah. Well, and even the free one that I mentioned that I was playing earlier, it's like that's basically walking around in nature simulator. So and that's free. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of good choices that won't that won't that that are very budgetable, that will definitely fit within your budget. Like, free definitely fits in your budget. But yeah, even cheaper, cheaper ideas, too. So, yeah. Good luck in your self-isolation. Yep. Yep. Yeah, may you keep yourself and Catch your family. Catch up on some
0: episodes of this podcast. We have a fuck yeah. ton of them.
2: Yeah. Like, like, 193.
0: Get some context of the weird jokes we keep making. Yeah too
1: Not i the, make jokes this is a very serious podcast
2: serious Apparently, business only. yeah
1: <laughs> very serious podcast
0: i'm just trying to figure out which episode we talked about the uh what was it the pasta pie in i think that predates all two
2: of you yep <laughs> i think that is before me yeah
0: i was going through my instagram and found a picture of that thing I'm like, i know i talked about this abomination what yeah. episode was it yeah well yeah that does it for emails this week again wicked awesome cast at uh, gmail.com as well as it sounds down the show notes send them in this might be the only human contact you get for several weeks that was yes, morbidly uh, yes. intentionally morbid
2: but thank you so much thank you so much for sending us emails and yeah. yes we we absolutely read everything that comes in
0: please don't send me alex fucking arumba erotic
1: Please send him all the fucking erotica. Please don't. Please
2: in, in, fucking do, including anything on Wattpad you might have written about it.
1: Oh yeah, if you can write fan fiction about it and send him, the I will only of accept text, fan
0: fiction written on Live Journal. Just saying, the correct <laughs> platform.
1: If, if it's not posted on Tumblr and linked to him on that, yeah,
0: I. With, Tumblr with or live drawings? journal. Not this Wattpad. I've never heard of that. Live journal and Tumblr only for your creepy fan fiction.
1: Yeah. And if you want to put together a mini fucking coloring book, please.
0: <sighs> remember, that
1: email is wicked at gmail.com. Damn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
1: You heard it. He said yes. Do it.
0: Uh i my plague doctor mask and roam the streets being like, ha ha! My weird <laughs> obsession with Victorian era hospital gear is finally paying off! <laughs> Screw you, fuckers!
2: Yeah. Yep, I mean, I have a straight up actual like gas mask, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Anything else
0: you want to talk about We you can tap out on this one? Um,
1: I don't think I have anything to say other than um, you can follow me on all my social medias. Mave Online across the board. That's on, uh was it Facebook, Instagram, and then also all the streaming platforms, Twitch Mixer, YouTube yeah. Gaming, fucking E-Live, all that stuff. Like, I haven't streamed a lot recently, but, but, I uh do post on my social media. So Mave Online.
2: Awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm Kraken Zero, that's Z-E-R-Zero, and that's on Facebook and Instagram, and if I'm doing anything, it's going to be on there, but... It's been kind of quiet. It's like, I mean, I'm doing even less than usual because of, you know, self-isolation. But yeah, that's if I'm up to anything, even if it's just pictures I'm taking of the things within my home that I'm working on, you know, creative projects or whatever, that will be on Instagram and Facebook. So that's me. Yeah.
0: Well, that does it this week. I feel we should end this the way we started it. Alex, (coughs) do the best,